0: Hello, and welcome to this broadcast of Black Talk Radio News. My name is Scotty Reed, of course, I'm broadcasting from behind the enemy lines of USA Inc. Listen, the Grammys is coming up. Y'all might have heard me discuss it on my last podcast at the beginning, as I had just got off of a conference call with other independent Black radio hosts and platform managers and we were discussing the Grammys and and continuing these years it's been over a decade that i've been um a part of these conversations around rap music and not all rap music but the rap music which is most uh, promoted by the people who are in charge of distributing music and and who controls the radio stations and what they call so-called media moguls and just how it has devalued or devolved some might say black culture um, so joining me is uh, of course Kwabena Rasuli, a longtime contributor to Black Talk Radio News. Welcome to you, brother Kwabena.
1: And uh, good to see you, uh, brother Scotty. Good to be with you again, my man.
0: Yeah. So the Grammys is coming up, right? And uh, obviously, we've had our private conversations uh, with other people and with each other concerning uh, the cat, the genre. Uh, known as rap music, and I didn't know this, Quabana. Let me just share a screen real quick with the people. Um, I didn't re- know that the Grammys, and this is coming from Grammy.com, I did not know, Quabana that they only recognize five music genres, and those five music genres are rap, rock, country, R&B, which, of course, we know is rhythm and blues, a historically black category in pop music. So I don't, you know, there are, I don't know, man, dozens of different music genres. You could go folk music, bluegrass music, the blues. Jazz, what's jazz? Yeah, jazz is, is one of those. And so, but the Grammys, I guess these are the categories or the genres that produce the most money. You know, would you say that or that they're most in control of?
1: Uh, yeah, probably a little bit of that. And yeah, maybe, maybe that's, I think the money thing too, because I know, I mean, you think about rap, it's been out 40 47 some years commercially, but you, it does generate a lot of money,
0: right? Right. So, another thing that I found, let me just uh, stop sharing the screen there. Uh, for those just watching the video, if you're not watching, if you're watching the audio. Uh, just trust me, you know, what we're uh, describing. But there's only five categories. And I made a joke earlier. Well, I wasn't really joking. But I put a question out on social media to those who uh, follow me on social media. Which one of those five categories do you think a artist, an album, or a song has been nominated for a Grammy where uh, a good element of the song is talking about killing people, uh, selling drugs, doing drugs, uh, raping women—just all kind of misogyny—and coming from both male and female artists. But Kwabena, uh, it's a rhetorical question to you. But which which genre do you think is is um, getting nominated with those sort of themes? What you mean? You
1: should say, "What uh, genre do I know?" Do
0: you know? Okay, we'll rephrase it. Which one of these genres do you know for a fact is promoting um, just harmful behavior and getting awards for it?
1: Rap, man. It's rap. It's it's sad, but it's rap.
0: It is sad, man. And, And what's sadder is that some people, and it's not just with music, but it is also in politics. Like if you critique Kamala Harris, not using the power of the vice president's office to overrule a parliamentarian or unelected uh, senate staff member who said hey we can't put this 15 dollar an hour wage increase federal wage increase in the budget uh, reconciliation process and then when you critique people like her or obama other black people think you you know you're attacking a black person, and we know rap is dominated by by black artists. And so I just have to say, hold up, wait a minute, let's let's not look at this as attacking any artist, but attacking the industry and what they're promoting. Your thoughts?
1: I mean that that's what it is. It's the industry because with the artists, and we've talked about this before, with the artists, they can just go get another one. I mean, Bobby Smarter, I guess. Probably did, what, about four or five years in prison, just got out. And so when he was away for, you know, snitching on himself, making songs about shooting and killing Black people, they just brought it, brought the next one in. Uh, when these rappers get killed, so many get killed every year, when they lose their life, you know, sometimes they may prop them up and give them a Grammy nomination like what we have this year, but they just replace them with another one. So the artists are like, even the producers, someone can't got, got at us one time, I need to get on these producers. And, and then he gave us the story about this producer to stop producing that ratchet crap. And what happened to him? They just stopped playing the stuff.
0: Right. So I'm want to pull up this Recording Academy uh, event. This is the first of its kind. Let me throw that up on the screen. And for those that's listening to the audio only, um, it says Recording Academy to host an inaugural Black Music Collective Event during Grammy Week. And I pulled this from a press release that was released about 10 days ago. Of course, the Grammys is, is on the 14th, um, but they have a whole week of e- events. So let me just read a little bit from here. The um, story celebration will include a mix of performances and appearances by Yolanda Adams, Freddie cribbs and Alchemist Jeff Harlston. Uh, her, uh, which is uh, artists, Jimmy Jam, Quincy Jones, Deborah Lee, John Legend, Tamika Mallory. I, I can't see the other uh, portions because of the way my screen is. Uh, Miss Monet, PJ Morton, Issa Ray, and more, who the Black Music Collective, BMC, a newly launched initiative by the Recording Academy, and again, who controls the Recording Academy, will host its inaugural Grammy week event in celebration of black creators and professionals, countless contributions to the music industry. The historic event presented by MasterCard will feature an array of esteemed black music creators and professionals known for amplifying black voices in music of beyond. So it talks about who's, there's obviously gonna be a bunch of performances but then they're also supposed to do have a little discussion, it seems like. So it's hosted by the BMC executive sponsor, Jareel Johnson. The virtual program is packed with unforgettable performances by some of today's biggest stars, powerful fireside chats with cultural icons and mogul moments from Black music royalty. Um, As the first of its kind, we created this event with every intention to amplify Black voices in each of our experiences within the industry, said Harvey Mason Jr., chair and interim president slash CEO of the Recording Academy. The BMC will continue to foster a space for members and industry professionals to educate and elevate Black creators during Grammy week and beyond. So uh, on March the 10th, which is in a couple of days. Uh, they're having a virtual event, which will be hosted live on Grammy.com. It's open to the public and no RSVP. Um, now, where is the part where they were talking about? I guess that's uh, where it was talking about the fireside. Chance here it is. The topics that will be discussed, Kwabana, during the programming include the impact of Black music, I bet you it's just going to be about the positive and, and it's not going to be a balanced discussion and say, well, what about the negative impact? Uh, because certainly black music or any type of music, you know, it's a double head It's a double edged sword. Uh, the culture shifting power of black music. It seems to me, the industry has shifted the culture of black music uh, impact of black women in music. Um, and, you know, misogynistic, um, um, is very deep in this industry and the power, purpose, and progress of the state of black music. So, what I did notice, uh, brother Quabna, is any academics, um, you want to talk about culture, even if you want to keep to the industry, why wasn't someone like a Bob Law, Paul Porter, you name some of the con, some of the conscious heavy hitters who have decades of experience in this industry. You want to talk about the women um, who have been talking about this issue of misogyny in the music and what is it? The Black Women's, Women's Congress, you know, that has been a uh, partner with you and other organizations to bring this to the forefront. I bet none of them, it appears, have been invited.
1: Your thoughts? Should've got Efe, like Efe, Dr. Ife Williams. You just said a panel right there, Bob Law, Paul Porter. There's so many others. Could have, you know Bernard who just wrote this book, The Weaponization of Hip Hop. He could have been on that panel. You know, you have enough information to be to be on that panel. It's uh it's pretty interesting and sad. We've been doing a presentation for the last few years called the sad, embarrassing, and dangerous state of black music. And so maybe Tamika Mallory may address some of that stuff. I don't know, but that's pretty pretty interesting that they you that know, these are the, the titles. And who knows? Maybe after that, they're getting this letter right now. We've been calling them. Maybe after they get our information, they'll put this in, in the agenda and then this, this will be the, maybe they'll, I don't know, maybe they'll do what we're demanding and get that ratchet, kill black people, misogynistic music off, off of their nomination list and maybe this is a sign of a change. I'm being optimistic, man, but I see you have Deborah Lee in there too from, uh, from BET and people like that. I, I don't know. This is pretty tough. And you know, uh, the, the CEO that you mentioned, Harvey Mason Jr., I immediately recognized that name because I got albums from his daddy, you know, jazz drummer Harvey Mason. And, um, you know, so these lot of people should know better, man. But it, I don't know, I just, just seeing that though, Scotty, and the title of these, um, of these presentations or sessions, I mean, they can't be on their lying and not telling the truth because the state of Black music right now is pretty sad. It's embarrassing and it's dangerous. It's absolutely dangerous.
0: And we do want to give them a chance. We this is the first time such an event. Um, and obviously, you know, with us being educated with the information that we have and how long we've been uh, discussing this issue and making moves trying to have these issues addressed, you know, there should be some help, a healthy dose of skepticism, but at the same time, there's room for optimism as well. And who knows, maybe they'll surprise us and this will uh, be a meaningful conversation in a way of the ways that I noted as I was reading it. And even if it doesn't make it into it, this first one, even if and we're going to go over some of the rap music and songs and albums that have been nominated so that you can really educate us on on it, um, uh, Brother Quabiner, but maybe in the future, maybe not this year, but maybe next year, you know um but again you know for people like yourself that's been working on these issues for decades and i mean this even goes back to the reagan administration you even had had uh dr fres uh, uh dr francis cress welsey you know again with black women's congress and and what was the uh sister's name i can't from remember her name who C- had Dolores tucker tucker you know so um Let's go ahead and transition and look at this list of Brother Quabner of those who have been nominated for these Grammys in the rap category. So let me see. OK, these are the rap Grammy nominees 2021. And are you able to see them OK, Brother Quabiner?
1: Yes. Yes, I see them. All right. All
0: Gra- right, Grammy nominees 2021. Brother quabna if you would go ahead and, and go over this list, and you can tell me when to scroll down and just give us a brief description of the content of these songs that's been nominated.
1: Okay, you know, um, they, they like you said, it's one of the categories. So it's definitely rap, and that's pretty much mostly... Africans, but some of them aren't. You know, right. some of them aren't Africans that are on there that they have uh, nominated to. We'll go over which ones are those also. But the first one from Nipsey Hussle and Big Sean, Big Sean out of Detroit, we know Nipsey Hussle, the brother uh, uh, who was killed, from my homeboy from L.A. and also Africa who was killed um, here uh, in April of 2019, I believe. And so, again, it's, it's still full of ratchet lyrics, in bombs being dropped disrespectful language you know so I, I you know but as it's, it's Nipsey is popular to, uh, to, to show Nipsey some love bop by the baby that's a song we did not mention but you need something with some bop in it beat with some bop in it when he finishes the show he, um, he he gets his girl and hops in it and it's, it's another disgusting waste of time song but he got a big video with uh, this dance group out of New York making a video. But it's a disrespectful song. That's his like fourth, I think, the fourth Grammy he's nominated for is Bob um, Best Rap Performance. What's popping from Jack Harlow? I mean,
0: I mean, I know you monitor this stuff, and if you just want to drop just a few bars of the lyrics to, <laughs> to you know, bring it home, because I know you know the lyrics, because it's your job to monitor it and then you know inform the rest of
1: us. Okay, sisters, y'all close your ears. And I I, I guess I can like. uh, Yeah, so warning, warning,
0: if any children are in the room and I mean the children are hearing these songs anyway, but we do want to be respectful for those, you know, who ears might be a little sensitive. But hey, this is what's going out over terrestrial radio regulated by the FCC and sponsored by corporations 24 seven. Go ahead, Brother Quabin. Hold nothing back.
1: I, I, I just say the chorus is so, a little bit more than the chorus, of bop. I need some SHIT with some bop in it. I flew past the whip with, with the blood in my mouth, watching serving the whip had a cop in it. My B got good P, fight her across the country. I finished the show, then I hop in it, and uh, so that that's the chorus of the song. And he talks about how he he got the girl in the, in the bed and three other girls in the bed, and you know it's just we also of course he always talks about uh. My B act like Megan the Stallion. She ghetto and she nasty. She driving a boat. All that S that make me boring. Anyway, it's just, you know, he wants to ride with the pole and the pole can be a gun or a stripper pole. That's that's Bop, Grammy nominated Bop. What's popping from Jack Harlow? That's an interesting song. Jack Harlow, a white dude out of Louisville, Kentucky. Um, oh man, what's popping? He has, uh, he, pass, he gonna pass to be like Stockton. You know Stockton, Scotty? John Stockton is the all-time assist leader in the NBA. A great basketball player, but his big thing was steals and assists. So he's passing the B. He's passing a woman like like, uh, like Stockton. And then
0: they come Pass, up with Passing their, the woman around to her teammates. We would call that a
1: train in the hood. Yeah, running the train on the, or passing to the next unit to the next one. But then they come up with a remix for this song. And I don't know if the remix is going to be not made just a regular song, but the remix includes the aforementioned baby, um, also the rapper who was accused of of uh, shooting uh, Megan Pete in, her, in both feet, in her feet, because in both foot, I guess you can't say in her feet. Shot her in the feet, in the foot. Um, both, she did, he did both feet. He did a, he did a bad Bob. Uh, his name is Tory, Tory Lanez. and uh, his lyrics are just ratchet in the song. Just ridiculous. Then you got, like I said, the baby, and you got Lil Stain, Lil Wayne, and they're also. Lil Wayne goes on to say here on, on this song, he's also gonna pass the beat, but not like Stockton. He passed, he's passing the be like the second all time leading assist player in the NBA, which is who, you know who, Magic Johnson. So just another misogynistic song. This time the white dude did it. The white boy don't drop no M bombs in there, but the black rappers do. Uh, the bigger picture by Lil Baby. Lil Baby is probably the most popular rapper among the youth for like the last year and a half, even though Bell Baby is too. Little Baby came forth with a song uh, in response to the extrajudicial killings of black people. And that's the bigger picture. So that he's nominated for that one. He'll probably get it. But the rest of Little Baby stuff is pretty much ratchet. Pretty much ratchet and killing you, and slinging drugs and you know, disrespecting the people, dropping in bombs. Pretty much ratchet. He has a unique voice. And uh, he, he, he was first made popular with fake a couple years ago when Fake had the song I heard in Memphis. Um and Lil Baby said, I thought Lil Baby was gonna be canceled right then. You <laughs> see, Lil Baby said, As soon as I end, you can go please. I remember driving in Memphis too, Brother Scotty, and they did they, they didn't edit it. They they just said the whole word. As soon as I K-U-N-T, you can go please. So as soon as I I'm using you as a receptacle for my uh pleasure, and then you gone. But he became a star. And then Savage from Megan. Pete Megan Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce, um, another ratchet song. You calling yourself a savage? And at the end of the song, she goes on to talk about how she's uh, her lyrics, how she's bleeding the block. So I'm shooting up the block. I'm gonna have everybody bleeding. And so it's a song where she copped to plea with the uh, with the people on Saturday Night Live about um, you know taking care of black women. She after she got shot by uh, Tori, as we mentioned earlier, in both feet uh, allegedly. And then again, now she's been rapping about Bleeding the Block. So, and, and that's the song also when she wrote this letter to the New York Times that Maxine Waters responded to. And then, as we saw recently, gets on an interview with her and uh, kind of like okays or big ups gives her approval of WAP and every all this other stuff that Megan does. And that was so disappointing. We've been calling Maxine Waters' office, too. You can just look it up call her office let her know how you should be... Guiding this young sister, giving her some good advice, not encouraging her to continue to push porn and violence and disrespect of oneself on the masses of our people, on our little girls. Come on, Maxine. Come on, Congresswoman. You know, the FCC reports to you guys, as we're trying to struggle with the FCC, and you go, okay this? Shame on you, Maxine Waters. Shame on you for that. He said, I'm giving her more this uh, i and Megan, but it's like, come on, you're you the adult here. I mean, Megan's an adult too. People keep saying she's a young woman. She's 25 years old. You're an adult. Um, next, we got Dior from Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke uh, was killed a little bit over a year ago in Los Angeles, even though he's from New York. And we were on recently talking about the church he grew up with and, and, and his parents and just... There were a number,
0: a number of uh, artists... <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, that were killed in 2020, uh, and including the baby out of Charlotte's uh, brother.
1: Yeah, his brother was killed. I think uh, Fetty Wap's uh, brother was killed too out of New Jersey. But yeah, it's, um, it's it's pretty sad. But Pop Smoke was like, I think it's something they've been getting a little play, man, but this Dior just blew up, man. That's probably one of the most played songs of 2020. And, um, I mean, he kicks off the song talking about sending somebody to heaven and um, getting ambushed and shot. And, and that's what happened to him. And so Pop Smoke Dior is, is nominated, too. Quick question. Quick question. Uh-huh. For, for, Quick question.
0: How many of the other genres, whether we have country, pop, uh, R&B, um, rock, how many artists were murdered last year? Out of those that you know produce music in that genre. Oh
1: man. Oh sucks, bro. I can't think of any. I, I, I know in Chicago there was quite a few. Just in Chicago, his brother from uh from Nigeria. Uh what was his other brother's name? Of course, uh Brother Duck was killed up in the Gold Coast in the Ritzy area, just north of downtown. We had our brother, um, the other brother who was killed in Atlanta. Are,
0: are these rappers or RB artists?
1: Are oh, these are rappers.
0: Yeah, so uh, My question is Did you hear about any artists in any genre outside of rap music being, you know, killed? No, nah. I can't I, think of any.
1: I didn't hear of any. No, nah, it's just you know, all
0: it's, right, it's, please it's, continue.
1: Okay, oh man, um, what I said, okay, rock star, rock star from the baby and Roddy Rich. So, rock star. Um, is a song that when George Floyd was being terrorized to death, uh, I think it was around Memorial Day of 2020, this song was number one in England, number one in Ireland, number one in Switzerland, number one in New Zealand and top ten in several other countries. But the song Rockstar and the Rockstar is not a song, he didn't get his Rockstar status with a guitar. He got it with a gun. He got it with a Glock. And this is a song straight up about shooting and killing ends. It's nominated for three Grammys. Um, both um, The Baby and Roddy Rich are nominated for three Grammys of the song. Here's a little bit of Roddy Rich's uh, lyrics on here. Uh, keep a Glocky. Now he's making a Glock sexy, right? Adding the Y to it personalizing. Keeping a Glocky when I ride in the suburban. Because the code got a young end swerving. I get the mop. Watch me wash him like detergent. So the mop is his gun. He just washing, him. he just got spraying on him with, with bullets. And I'm balling, that's why the diamonds on my jersey. Slide on ops side and flip the block back. Yeah, yeah. So when you slide, you're doing, you, you are doing pretty much doing a drive-by on your ops or your opposition. Uh, my junior popped him and left him lopsided. So whoever is, whoever is with him or his little brother or whatever, then killed him and uh, left him lopsided, yeah, yeah. And that song getting nominated for three Grammy Awards for I think Melodic Song of the Year, Rap Performance of the Year, and it's just ridiculous. So, Kwame,
0: um, well, I mean, we 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 kind of short on time. It's a whole lot. I'm gonna just okay. scroll down the list. Is it, tell me if you see any any positive, any revolutionary music, any music that is like reminiscent of the golden era of hip hop. Going back to Public Enemy, KRS One, X Clan, Tribe Called Quest. You know, um, we got any of those type of
1: uh, artists on here? The only one you can say bigger picture, maybe, because it's it's like a conscious, like I'm gonna say, called conscious. It's like a uh, protest song from Little Baby. Okay. Other than that, man, I mean, songs like The Box, you know, and other stuff. I don't really see it. I'm not. I gotta be. I'm not familiar with every song. Okay. but for what I from what I saw, the vast majority of these songs drop in bombs on us, disrespect us, and it's it's just ridiculous. Yeah. So I think we're in the albums now.
0: Rockstar Savage. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I so Freddie I, Gibbs, who's from Gary, he's going to be on there, and he's he's nominated for his album. I didn't I didn't purchase his, his last album. album. I got before I went and got it because you know, I was a homeboy. I know his father and stuff and those people. But I checked it out. It was the same old N-Bomb killed people. It was like, man, I'm not, come on. Come on, dude, you you the homeboy. Oh, man. It's, this is so sad, Scotty. It's, this stuff is so pervasive. But the, but again, they're rewarding it. And so, and while we say this, I got to say this real quick. I knew you wanted to show on time. There's artists like Big Crit. There's artists like D-Run. There's artists like Toby and, and Megway. There's Sarak. Uh, There's a bunch of artists out here, Young Kind of Don. There's a bunch of artists out here who do not demean and degrade people who make great music.
0: Right, you. I mean, I'm. I'm I know because I listen to. I listen to Immortal Technique, who's been underground for quite some time. You got just Siri X. Um, just they are the artists are there, but this is yeah, what the here. industry, the people who control the airwaves. The people who have, you know, pay Ola deal deals still going on. I don't care if they say that's been outlawed or not with these re- uh, radio station owners. Many of them who also, you know, distribute right wing talk radio with the with the, um, you know, may he rest in piss. Uh, what's his name? Just died. Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. Yes, Limbaugh. So man, they're giving us little- hate on the talk side and giving us self hate. On the music side, these stations. So,
1: man, man, Scotty, Scotty, I got to share this. I was in um, Huntsville recently and I was scanning the radio, you know, do what we do. Uh, And then I turned to a station that was, they were doing some religious gospel preaching. So I left it there for a minute. I like to, you know, here, just check out stuff. And then when the commercial came, Crawford Broadcasting. I was like, wow. And so, you know, we always share how Crawford Broadcasting has all these Christian broadcasting and music stations and talk stations, conservative talk stations all around the country. But when it comes to Chicago, their top station is Power 92.3, a station about killing and shooting and killing black people and disrespecting our women. And so it was just interesting. for station playing that gospel conservative talk, and then come back here and, and telling us to uh, to later for the Ten Commandments now just go kill people.
0: Wow.
1: Quabin, what
0: if, if let's say some of the executives at the Grammys, some of the people we mentioned as supposed to have these fireset, fireside chats about the topics that I mentioned in that press release, let's say they come across this video, what would your message be to them ahead of this uh, Grammy events coming up?
1: Our message would be to those nominations for those songs about killing Black people. Our message, our, we have a question. Take, take the N-bomb out of there and put in the racial epithet that's offensive to any other group of people and see if that song, would, would, you, uh, would you nominate that song for Grammy then? Ask them that question. And then if they answer no, which we know they will say no, we demand that they take these nominations out right now. Just, just get rid of them. I'm sorry. I mean, we've been seeing all this other stuff going on in 2020. Get rid of those nominations right now. And we'd also tell them that we have people who are looking at your sponsors, which we do. And we're getting that list of sponsors and they're gonna hear from us. We're gonna encourage our people not to support your sponsors. This is ridiculous. This is unacceptable. And only our black people, and you're gonna to try to appease us by having some form on the 10th. I mean, we'll, we'll remain optimistic to a certain extent, but no, no, just later for that, this has to stop, bro. I mean, last year, we pointed out last year, it was the highest increase in, in, in shooting deaths ever. Ever in the U.S., the highest increase, and the places where they had the highest increases were places where black people are struggling to survive. This place, Milwaukee had a 97 percent increase. Seattle had, I think, a think, of 67 percent increase. Chicago and Denver had a uh, well, those two. I know Chicago and one other city had a 55 percent increase in the number of shootings, shooting deaths between 2019 and 2020. And you're gonna nominate songs about shooting and killing black people? I would also
0: say, Brother Kwabner, another thing that those places have in common is the music that they use to target uh, african descendant
1: people. Yes. Yes. And this is part of the music that they're awarding on the Grammys. And we're saying no. In all these panels, they sound like they're going to be some dynamite panels. The titles are good, but deal with this issue. Deal with this issue that every time our children tune into a radio station that targets them, end bombs are being dropped on them their womenfolk, their mamas, their sisters, their aunties are being called B's and H's, and they're being encouraged to shoot and kill each other. Nah, and, and, and all of this pornographic content, pretty much, all, right. it's pretty porn. No, stop rewarding that crap. I mean, and, and you know what, Scotty, and they had this enough not to put rap in there. You notice that. They know yeah. that song was very popular. If that song hadn't been that popular and hadn't been entitled that, it would be right up in there. But they know They know that was was inappropriate to put that in there. But the rest of the stuff, pretty much, is is just about as bad as that, if not worse. So,
0: Brother Kwabner, how can people uh, follow your work and the others that you work with to clear the airways and get the FCC and and the people who are in charge to address this very, very uh, sad situation we find the state of rap music in?
1: We've been calling the uh, Grammys at 310-392-3777. They've been answering the phone, we've been leaving messages. 310-392-3777. We've been calling them and we've been sharing this open letter that we have. I know you may not have time to read it now, but Hood Research uh, out of Detroit, they did an open letter to the Grammy Awards and their sponsors. And so we've been sharing that. And so check it that out, that's gonna be on our page, the Clear the Airways Project page. That's on Facebook right. So those, that's on Facebook also. And the website is under construction. It'll be. We didn't want to make a website. We thought this. We thought this battle. Once we let the people know what was going on, it wouldn't last long. But you know, <laughs> as long as I've been talking to you, man.
0: Right. All right, brother <laughs> problem, man. You stay safe during this this pandemic and everything that's going on you know you mentioned the violent crime in Chicago and you're one of the few courageous people I mean there's other people there like the shout out to the violence interrupters but I feel as well that you know yo time you step out on that street to bring attention to the people of this very serious issue in the in the different you know corporations that's that's underwriting and funding this this war music that's targeting us you know you putting your life on the line so you stay safe bro and we'll catch up with you on the other side all
1: right brother, appreciate you man
0: All right. You've been listening to Black Talk Radio News with Scotty Reed. Please continue to support the production of independent Black media. You can make a tax-deductible donation to the Black Talk Media Project. Just go to BlackTalkRadioNetwork.com and hit that donate button. Peace and blessings to all.